Hey, I'm Shayma. I'm Chaz. And I'm Nikki. And this is Positively Elevate, a mental wellness podcast providing a gateway to unlock the power of positivity. Hey, y'all. What's going on, Nikki? <laughs> So excited to be back for another episode. So welcome back to our beautiful listeners uh, to Positively Elevate. As you guys know, we are the nucleus of Positively Caviar, and we are bringing together all things mental wellness to provide practical and actionable items for the everyday person, increasing vitality, resilience, and fulfillment. I'll tell you what, every time you say that, you are just getting, are you memorizing that now? I honestly just say it to empower myself. (laughs) Self-affirmations right there. Absolutely. So let's jump into our More Life moment, you guys. And just a quick reminder for those who are listening for the first time, our More Life moments are just moments that we've had during the week or during the day that were like aha moments or moments of appreciation or moments that you've learned something from. So let's jump into our More Life moments now. I'm going to call Nikki out. Oh, yeah, call me out, man. Tell me, tell me something good, man. <laughs> tell me something good. Okay, this is kind of personal, but I'm going to share it. But I went on a little date last weekend and I gotta be a little date. (laughs) Virtual? Was it a virtual date? No, it was in person and I thoroughly enjoyed it for more reasons than one, but really because I just love having conversations with like-minded people. And if you know me, if you're close to me, you know that one thing I love talking about is being Black because it's like the best thing ever. And (laughs) I loved that we were just able to like vibe on the same page of just like, obviously not from a perspective of, I don't know how else to put this. So I don't know if this verbiage is wrong, but like not like Hotep vibes, but like just like sincerely like loving, enjoying and thriving like in our blackness. And it was like super unintentional. Like the conversation was like not forced, but it was just good vibes. And I love that. I love it so much. That's so cute, Nikki. That is so cute. Let me jump into mine. So my more life moment is I'm currently working on a project centered around purpose. And I think for me, that's such a huge topic because like finding one's purpose, that's like sometimes like an ever, like it's like, you know, like you're ever, it's ever evolving sometimes. And to me, it's really exciting just like looking at the different aspects of purpose and like how one finds purpose. So it's been really, really interesting thus far. So I'm really excited to work on this project. I love talking about purpose and I'm super excited. That's what's up, Shama. Purpose is so important. And we were just talking about this, right? Like the educational system and sometimes, you know, granted educational system has done great things for our youth, but at the same time, sometimes I feel like we don't teach, you know, how to follow your creativity or your purpose or what you actually enjoy. It's more like this structured system, like we're put in a box, like you said, like checklist stuff. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's so important to have have purpose in your life and just to live by it, even though it's hard, but it provides you with that motivation just to, you know, 
live by it so yeah absolutely and i think when people find their purpose or you know sometimes you can have multiple purposes but if you find one it like gets you going and it, it pushes you and it wakes you up in the morning and you're excited yes. you know this is your skill and this is what you're giving to the world and this is what the world needs and i mean it's a beautiful thing honestly it's so crazy because i had a moment like that I think last week where it just every it seemed like everything just like clicked for me where I'm just like oh wow I think I'm like living in this like I think I understand why God placed me here and it's just like such a great feeling to have so I'm with you Shay Shay you know what Nikki it's so interesting that you say that I'm gonna change my more life moment because this week was that shift for me I mean I keep having these shifts where I'm like I know what I'm supposed to be doing on this earth (laughs) like you know, full-time, I'm a cyber defense engineer. I mean, I like cyber stuff, but I just really have a passion for just teaching individuals how to live a better life and how to use their mind effectively to achieve their goals. And I was just sitting, literally, it was like 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. And I was studying in this boot camp for a certification class. And I was sitting there, I was like, I don't feel like being here. I don't want to do any of this. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like we, and I don't know if you guys seen the movie Soul, but that movie that just came out on, was it Disney Channel, I think? Disney Plus. Disney Plus. It's one of my favorite movies. But (laughs) in that movie, they talk about like that wake up period where you're like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. I need to be doing something that like wakes me up in the morning, like fulfills me, gives me purpose. Mm-hmm. So that was my more life moment for me. But I occasionally have had that for the past couple of weeks. And I'm like, man, the shift is coming, man. So that's my MLM. Love that for you guys. I love that. I think that um, positively caviar helps us along, you know, those lines of fulfilling our purpose and why we're here. So love this for us. <laughs> Moving on into our topic for today. I um, really or not I. But we really wanted to just get on here and chat about this topic that we've all have seen, but really didn't know how to address. And we think is super important to address it with you guys. And just, you know, how we can move about positioning toxic positivity in the right way. What is that, Nikki? I don't even know what that is these days. (laughs) People just make up new sayings every single day. I've never even heard of this. Yeah, it's crazy because I think a lot of people haven't, right? Like so many people haven't heard of it, but they do it. <laughs> they act in it they every day. And so that's why we thought it was like so important to just bring it to the forefront so we can, you know, thoroughly explain what it is, how to prevent it, how to like, you know, live in your feelings. And that's part of like being positive, right? So just a definition for those that don't know, toxic po- positivity is belief that no matter how difficult the situation is people should maintain a positive mindset like when people say oh good vibes only like taking that one specific approach to life and I think that we all agree that yes being positive obviously positively caviar we all agree that being positive has like so many amazing benefits but I think that when we push that on people or, you know, like if you're pushing that positivity mindset onto people, it may ignite a different emotion. So I definitely just, I think that, you know, us talking through this can definitely abolish some of that mindset of just like making people open to 
living in their feelings at that moment, not really pushing, oh, you have to be positive. And because there's certain moments that may happen in life where you just don't feel very positive and that's okay. That's totally fine. And I think that also we want to acknowledge, and I'm going to speak on behalf of all of us because I'm sure that you guys have too, but like been guilty of this. And I had to, I think I've learned over time just like through experience because that's the only way to learn truthfully is just realizing that telling someone like oh you'll get through it it'll be okay all is well like all is like that's not the proper way of like helping someone deal with negative things that may be happening to them right yeah absolutely and for me I can definitely say that there's been times where I've had to like catch myself I try to be very careful of people and their situations I mean especially over like the past 12 months like I think this episode that we're talking about toxic positivity is so relevant to this day that it's great that we're talking about it but I for sure you know try to be very careful when it comes to people and their feelings when it comes to certain topics because you never want to make some someone feel invalid or make them feel like, oh, just get over it. Like, because everyone goes through their own things and you can't tell someone to get over it or be positive. That's just not a solution, especially if their mind isn't in that place. So I think I'm glad we're talking about this. And I hope this made, you know, everyone more cognizant of feelings and being okay with sitting in emotions and actually feeling it. Absolutely. And I got to be honest with you, when I first heard the term, I think I was scrolling on social media. I just feel like people just make things up. But when I actually read into it, I was like, oh, I actually understand how people actually use toxic positivity. And people aren't even aware of how it can be used. It's like when your friend has a death in the family and you say, oh, just stay positive, right? That's like, that's really, you know, it's almost demeaning in a type of way where, you know, you're not providing them with anything. You're just telling them to stay positive. So, you know, I think a lot of people just have to be a little aware and look at me, I'm wearing a hat that says positivity on it. Right. So, but at the same time, you have to be aware because, you know, if person died in your family and somebody came up to you and just says, stay positive, that's not going to help me. Right. So, you know, I think there are a lot of behaviors that we see stuff like stay positive, look on the bright side, instead of like acknowledging the feeling or doing something with it that's constructive in nature to help somebody or to help yourself. Because if you use these statements over and over again, staying positive and optimism is very, very important. But when you hide those emotions, those emotions will bubble up even more. And you have to find ways that are constructive to use it, use your emotions in a best manner to assist you towards your end goal, which is to feel better. And some of these sayings continue to perpetuate, you know, the stigma of just not dealing with, which you can't do. You're going to have to figure out ways and strategies to overcome some of these emotions and how you're feeling. Yeah, I, to that point, I am really big on like actionable (laughs) items. So instead of saying like, oh, you know, like giving people, and I think that (laughs) I used to be the person that thought that that's how everyone dealt with their situations was like giving those words of affirmations, because that's how, you know, when people talk about their love languages, that's my love language. Like I love for people to like feed me all the positivity and stuff like that, but just because because that's the way that you receive it does not mean other people receive it in that way. So I learned more so instead of saying, giving people words, give them like actions, like let me pray with you. Let, if you lose 
your job. Let's look for a job here. I just found this new job. I think might be a fit for you. Or, you know, let's go for a walk today, like during quarantine, you know, with my roommates, let's go for a walk or for a run because I see like our headspace might not be where it needs to be. So instead of just saying like, oh, it'll get better. Like, no, let's figure out for the people that I love, especially, let me see what I can do to help you get out of this negative space that you may be in rather than just telling you that it'll be all right. We gonna make it all right. <laughs> exactly. You got to have the actionable piece in there. This goes to my favorite Bible quote, something in the nature of faith without action is dead. Works. So you, have to, you have to have actionable steps to overcome whatever you may be going through, whether it's negative emotions or, you know, just plain right, just not feeling right as it relates to your day. Yeah, no, that's right on the nose. I didn't even think about that. I got these quotes coming all the time. <laughs> so can you guys like share some insight on like how like to avoid toxic positivity? Like as someone who's reacting to someone, if they say, oh, you know, I lost my job or I've been evicted or, you know, I've lost a loved one. Do you guys have any like suggestions on how to avoid some toxic positivity? So I think most of the time, like when people, you know, are going through something and they express that the response might be like, oh, just stay positive or like, and I think I said this earlier, but like good vibes only and stuff like that. I've definitely heard in the past is people saying that like, oh, happiness is a choice. Like you're choosing that negative attitude. And it almost makes people feel like their feelings are invalid, right? And so I think in those moments, moments there's I actually did some research just and I think it's awesome to always like do the work like do the research if you're not sure what to say in those moments sometimes like someone may pass away do it's a quick google people you know how many people have died there's a quick google where you can like look up and say what's the proper thing to say to someone who has lost a loved one it's not dumb I swear it's it'll <laughs> probably save you and prevent you from like saying the wrong thing that's so funny because I mean you can think about like back in the day we didn't have people back in the day didn't have google but that to your point you can look up all this stuff like all these things that people have experienced them before so there's always a, and somebody got the answer out there for you but instead of saying just stay positive you could say oh i'm listening or i don't know failure isn't an option well failure sometimes is an option <laughs> like you have to fail before you can succeed so like reinforcing this language that like oh instead oh it could be worse no this what you're going through right now must be really hard like it will make someone feel better probably to reinforce that what they're feeling is valid and okay like don't just say like you'll get over it we are talking about positive affirmations you can say you're resilient your strength will get you through it I read that the other day so yeah I think like just instead of enforcing like that toxic positivity just give them you know those things those points that will definitely like reinforce positive behavior or good you know behavior yeah can I play devil's ad advocate just for a quick moment because I know you said Nikki like you can't just tell someone like you choose to be happy like happiness is a choice right is what you said but I know that I'm just thinking about someone just to play devil's advocate right I know someone who chooses 
to be unhappy, upset, not in a good place on a daily basis. That's not good. And this person sucks the energy, literally. And to that point, like, what would you recommend for that person who, like, it's a consistent, like, I, 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 you wouldn't want to reaffirm that. Right. First of all, I love that you view me as the expert of toxic positivity. <laughs> but I honestly, I think that goes back to like reinforcing the behavior that you would want to see it in that person. So instead of just saying like to this negative Nancy that, oh, well, happiness is a choice. You can just be happy. No, let's give them some actionable items so that they can be happy. What is making you sad? Let's talk through it. Like, have you ever uh, tried therapy? Like, what makes you happy? Do you want to do go on a hike together if that makes you happy? Like, if this is someone you care about and that you're close to, you know, I would definitely say like, hey, let's do these things so that we can be happy together. (laughs) The only thing that I, like, if I was around that person, I honestly, I would just go on Amazon and just ship them a self-help book. Literally, I'll just ship them a book. They might not read that book though, honestly. And you know what? You know, it's unfortunate but some people might take that as a negative thing like oh you think something's wrong with me just like if you ask them hey have you tried therapy like they might look at that as negative so you know you kind of almost have to like I think it depends who you're talking to I think everything like one thing does not apply to every person let me say that that goes back to the whole love language conversation like one thing is not the same for everybody even like pulling someone out of this space may not be the right thing for them but maybe it's like leaving them no or Right. I, and I always feel like there's certain people and you know when the time is right, but mm-hmm. they have to be receptive. Mm-hmm. If they're not receptive to what you're telling them, then it's going to go in one ear and out the other. But I always find that there's certain moments where certain individuals are just fed up. They're fed up with some of the things that are going on in their life and they're looking for a way out. Mm-hmm. And and they're looking to other people to help with that. So at that point in time, you're like, oh, this individual is probably going to be receptive to something that I say. Yeah. I feel like it just really depends if that person is really fed up or not, and if they have a receptive mind to take it in. Okay. I see. I was honestly just curious because, you know, of course, ideal situation is, you know, someone's receptive and and everyone's happy and, but like, that's just like not reality. So I just wanted to hear your opinion, like both of your opinions on how you deal with someone like that, because shoot, I could probably uh, use it for some people that I know. Yeah, I appreciate the feedback, y'all. Just to jump in some examples of toxic positivity, like when someone's like, being negative won't help you. I think when when we're saying things like good vibes only, or you'll get over it, or other people have it a lot worse, like we might be coming from a place of, okay, look at it this way, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not received that way. So I think veering from toxic positivity and maybe more so genuine optimism can help those who need it. You know, instead of, you know, saying being negative won't help you, it's important to let them know that, is there anything that I can do to make it easier for you or instead of saying good vibes only you know I love you through your emotional states like although everyone feels emotions and sometimes it's all over the place like I'm here for you when you're up when you're down I'm here so so shame I gotta ask you a question then when I guess like if a best friend is going through a rough time 
like what do you say to people so it definitely depends on who that friend is exactly that's what i was getting at yeah it depends on who the friend is because you know some people you know your friends who you can look on the brighter side of things and they'll also start to look on the brighter side of things as well you also know that there's friends that need affirmations and they need you physically there they need your presence because your energy your good energy they can feel it or even people that need friends that need like just for you to talk to them and speak good speak words of power some friends accept that and they do well with that so it definitely depends on the friend and the situation right and I think it's so key because one of the things I think you're touching on is just having like a blink of emotional intelligence as it relates to your circle and your friends, which is I'm aware of how they might react if I say this, or I'm aware of how their personality is. So I'm going to make sure that I adapt so we can all get to a great desired outcome. <laughs> so I think that a lot of that plays a role in your relationships and figuring out how to help people and not just, I mean, for some people, a statement like stay positive or or look on the bright side actually may help their perspective mm. and others it probably won't but you made a good point Chaz everyone has different levels of emotional intelligence and meeting that person like where they're at and how they receive is so important because some people are so out of tune with their emotional side and some people are super in tune with their emotional side right. so I think that's an important factor as well yeah you can't just expect people because I think stay positive is such a blanket statement that you think that everyone should be receptive towards from like a higher level right but like you don't know like what someone's experience in this life is right so it's like you can't just automatically expect them to like innately accept that positive mindset but like you said Shay there's certain people that like need that positive reinforcement and I think it's definitely necessary for I'm not saying that like on a daily for you to give your friends this encouragement of like good vibes only and stay positive and all of that. That's necessary. What we're saying though is when someone is going through whatever they're going through, not to automatically feed them with that thinking that will help them get through because that may not be what they need in that moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Y'all agree? Makes sense to me. 100%. <laughs> I'm like, does it make sense? <laughs> I get it. You was preaching, so I was going to let you have the throne for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely think like there's been moments where I've been going through it. More specifically, I think that I'm going to bring up, get dark a little bit, but bring up death, right? Like people passing. I think that in those instances, it's probably where toxic positivity is most widely used. <laughs> I have lost people very close to me. And in those moments of like, I appreciate it, of course, you know, everyone like reaching out and saying like, you know, he's in a better place and it'll get better and all of these things. It's like, I appreciate the, what's the word? I can't think of the word I'm trying to say, but like, I appreciate what they're trying to, to say or like what they're- It's like their intentions. Their, their intention is the word I was looking for. <laughs> 
Um, so I appreciate the intention behind it, but it might not work for me. You know what I mean? And so instead of that, I think what, you know, helped me most when I lost both of my grandfathers and my dad was people just being there, right? Like it wasn't so much the words. It was like, I had a friend that, that lost her father recently and I felt so bad that I, when I called her, I was crying. And, but then afterwards I was like, well, me crying probably wasn't the worst thing. Like sharing in that emotion with her, probably what would have been worse was like, it'll be okay. Like it'll get better because I know how it feels to lose my father. And that's not what I wanted to hear in that moment. Like it's gonna be okay. Like it'll get, you know, like I appreciate the intent, but you know, in that moment, what I needed was like that comfort, like the people, the laughs, the like community and all of that stuff. And so I bring that up because I know that you guys lost people close to you too. And I think like it's such an important topic for us to touch on because I said earlier, like some people just don't know what to say. They don't know, you know, they want to say the right things, but it's always so hard. And sometimes I mentioned earlier, it's probably a quick Google, but sometimes it isn't a quick Google. So, you know, we hope through this platform that we're able to share like our personal experiences and hope that maybe this is something that can help somebody else. Yeah, I think it's very hard to know exactly what to say to that person when they're sad, when they're grieving. And I think I've learned from experience what someone might want to hear based on like what I wanted to hear during that time or what I needed during that time. So I've learned from that experience. There's nothing perfect to say, right? Like, but what you do want to do is at least try to be genuine with your words and heartfelt and mean it, right? Like be with that person. That was what I took away. Like just be with that person and check in on that person and see how that person's mental state is. Because a lot of times you're still going to work. You're still doing all your extra stuff. You're still continuing life. You're just dealing with the grievances and the emotions as well. Right. And that's where I think is so important to have people around you that know you and you have that. It's like a community of people, kind of what Nikki was saying, which is you want to have people that help support you or, or give you the guidance or inspiration, whatever the case may be. You want to make sure that there's people around you that, you know, if I needed help, you know, I, I can depend on them. And then also to that other point, that other person, you know, you have to have empathy and actually care for that individual. So you have to be sincere. I have friends in my life where a simple text will do the job if they're having a tough time. I have friends in my life where I'll call them and I know that'll get the job done, right? But that's part of me being like emotionally aware and like understanding who that person is and understanding what they may need in that moment depending on the situation and how they deal with their emotions. I know people that are, can get extremely depressed very, very quickly. I know some friends that bounce back pretty quickly. So I think it just really just depends. And it's like having emotional intelligence to figure out what is best for that person. Shema, to your point, you have to be sincere. And people know what sincere is. Like you have to feel it in your yeah. heart. You feel it. Yeah, you feel it. You feel it. Like I can tell, literally, like I, I speak to you guys every other day. I can tell when you guys tell me something and you guys are being fake about it. Just straight up. I can Ooh. tell. I can tell, I can tell, I can tell if you guys aren't, aren't in it right now. I can, I can feel it. I know it. And you know it too. Yeah. 
but to be honest life is about learning life is about growing so like I remember when you guys lost loved ones in your life like I was in my response, I was sincere, I was genuine, but I did not know what you guys were going through. There was no way for me to be empathetic when it came to that because I just hadn't experienced that yet. And until I experienced that feeling, those emotions, it like dawned on me. I was like, okay, this is what Chaz was, this is kind of like how Chaz was feeling or this is kind of how Nikki was feeling. Yeah, but I think also not to cut you off, I feel like you, also don't have to it's helpful to experience it to really identify with what someone's probably feeling in that exact moment but you don't necessarily have to experience it to know like the right steps to take and you probably don't remember this but when my dad passed you came to my room with like a sandwich and I appreciated that so much and I'm about to cry and I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna cry <laughs> And it was like the little things that you don't know, like in the moment, like the difference that it could make, but I think is like being intentional, right? Like not just saying the things, but like sitting in it, figuring out like, is this the best thing or step to take that would make this person feel great, you know? So yeah, I don't think you necessarily like have to like experience, I mean, it's helpful, like you said, to, to, <laughs> for you to identify, but I think that definitely like paying attention to, to your friends, like you said, Chaz and who they are will definitely like help you. Yeah. So let's just switch topics a little bit, like toxic positivity. Let's talk about how it's been perceived during a pandemic. And also we can go to Black Lives Matter movement as well. Like how has toxic oh yeah let's talk about it <laughs> how has that like been in those two realms let's talk about it y'all <laughs> toxic positivity <laughs> we got nikki psyched up i'm excited to hear her opinions first when it comes to being black in america i don't thoroughly have my opinions sorted through just stay positive <laughs> just stay positive right because <laughs> as my people are dying just you know it'll be okay i think that it's been such 2020, going into 2021, has been such a time of toxicity <laughs> and people not necessarily knowing how to confront all the things, right? But I think that I appreciate those who have definitely done the research to learn how to approach and what to say. So. I don't know if about y'all, but during, and I hate to say Black Lives Matter movement because it's not, it's this movement has been since uh, 400 years, like, you know, so. Not even a movement, you're absolutely right. Yeah, and so I think that through this time, I know like I'm not the only, I actually just talked about this, like I said in my more live moment of one thing specifically that we were like aligned with was like, I'm like, dang, if one more uh, white person hits me up to tell me how sorry they are <laughs> that I that my people are going through this. And that's when for me, it's like, I don't need the reinforcement from them. I need the actionable items at this point. <laughs> like that's, you know. How'd you, how'd you respond to that, Nikki? 
I mean, it depends who. So I think like, like you guys were saying, like uh, just how you deal with certain things, it, it depends who you're talking to. So I have certain people that I'm close with, you know, and certain white people that I'm close with, let me clarify. And then I have other white people that hit me up that I'm like, bro, I have not talked to you in like years, you know? It's almost like, you know, when people reach out to their one black friend that they know is, <laughs> is going through it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to, so for though I literally draft, I remember being here with like my, my roommates and I'm like, do I draft a response and just copy paste at this point? <laughs> copy paste from notes. Yeah, but it's so interesting. Anyway, I say all of this to say that I, I feel like during these difficult times, especially in the year that 20. 20 has been yes black lives matter movement but also with the pandemic and people like having covid and have family members that have passed from it and all of these things like jobs that have been lost because of it and all of the above it's like it's deeper than just it'll be okay right or I'm sorry that happened to you. Or, you know, these are the times where it's like, maybe you need to, I mean, it's hard to physically show up in this time that we're in, but like, maybe there's other things. I had a friend, um, my line sister had texted me and my other line sister and said, I have a friend that's going through all these things. What do you guys recommend that I do? And I appreciated that so much because I wish more people did that. Just reach out to, like you said, other people have may have been going through the same, you know, this is not the first time that people have experienced it. So just reach out to like maybe your close friends and see, is it, do I send flowers? Do I, for Black Lives Matter movement, maybe it's like me going out and marching or maybe it's me donating money or whatever. It's like, you don't need to tell me like, oh, I'm so sorry, I like do something. So I guess my question to you, Nikki, is I think a lot of us, you know, especially where I work at full time, you know, there were a lot of white people that um, reached out to me as well. Some of them I was like, okay, hey, I appreciate that, you know, mm -hmm. and then others where I was just like, you know, are we actually going to do anything about this? Like, this is a topic of discussion that's been happening for 300 plus years. At this point in time, it's, it's our duty to figure out solutions. So granted, there are people that have reached out and said, hey, you know, I understand, you know, there's anything that you need, blah, 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 blah. So I guess my question is, are there, because there's, there's definitely a balance where it's like, okay, you're acknowledging it, mm -hmm. but what are we going to do about it? And then there's other times where, hey, I'm glad that you acknowledged it, but that's not going to help. That's not going to help me or the situation or anything that we're going through right now. I guess what you're asking is how I, or how do you react to, to that? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that was my question. Yeah. I think it also comes a time where, I, okay, I'm the type of person sometimes it's like passive. Like if I don't want to, literally it was like something that like someone responded to what I tweeted the other day and I did not feel like get responding and getting into like the depth of it so I just called my friend to like release what I was feeling and then left it alone like I need to work on confronting it when it happens and I think in those moments you have to not in a rude way not in a mean way but like say it what what you feel like hey you know I appreciate you reaching out also what are you doing to help change you know, like it's not just, oh, sorry that happened to you or 
I see, you know, what you're going, I feel for you. Like, it's okay, great. What are the next steps? (laughs) When all of this stuff was happening, like during the summer and like springtime of last year, I'm sure you guys had multiple people who like reached out to you, right? Yep. Absolutely. So, and I'm sure it was multiple people who were white, like reaching out to see how you guys were doing, to see, you know, saying what they had to say. So I had one person reach out to me, just one. And it was actually a white professor from Hampton. Like he used to work at Hampton. And I know he was very genuine in reaching out to me. Mm -hmm. And during this time, I remember it so vivid. Like it was, it was, it just seemed like there was always another, it, it was always someone else in the news. It was someone new in the news. And I was going to work. This is like, you know, during the pandemic, I never stopped working. So going to work as usual, going into my office as usual, never, you know, didn't work from home. So I was constantly around people, constantly hearing stuff about stuff from the news, hearing information about the news, you know, from the news and info that was, you know, about what was taking place. And not all of it was, it was, a lot of it was actually not good that I was hearing. And I had to like, kind of like, turn turn you know turn away from the responses or else I was I would get worked up but I was going to work every day and I was it was like for a period of like three weeks where I was driving to work and I was crying every morning wow take what was going on and I was so upset about everything and like this one professor who reached out to me was like hey Shayma how are you doing like how are you holding up what's like how are you feeling that meant a lot that meant a lot to me yeah, so because I think it's the open endedness of that also. Yeah. It's not like probably it was coming from. So maybe like you had a good relationship. I think it's like, you know, when the random people were like, oh, I'm so, you know, like whatever. But it's it's more so him genuinely, the gen genuine part of it, like caring about like, hey, how are you doing? Not just, oh, I see everything that's go. It's just, it's literally just checking in for exactly. Yeah. That's why when you guys tell me like, and I've, you know, Nikki, you, we've talked about this a lot, like many times, like, but it's crazy when you guys talk about this and it's like the responses that you guys were getting, like, I'm, how is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and, and I also, I acknowledge the fact that like for a lot of people pet playing devil's advocate, it was a different time. For them, they've never experienced or never took the time to ex- uh, experience um, exactly. I mean, they can never experience it because if you're white, you just don't you know, get it on our level, but never have a lot of people have definitely been ignorant to it. Right. And so this is the first time for a lot of people where they've taken the time to really try to understand. And because it's the first time, it's like not knowing, you know, getting back to the toxic positivity part of it, not knowing what to say in that moment. So I think it's like really, if you have friends that you are close with of a different race and just really asking, like, what can I do? Or, hey, how are you? Or I, you know, look this up or whatever. And like, this is like, not, not saying that you have to like provide this information to your black friend to let them know you're, what you're doing to help, help the black community. <laughs> but like, 
just taking these actionable steps rather than just like, oh, I'm so sorry, like this is happening. Like is, you know, it's never that simple. It, it never is. And l- we can switch gears back to like toxic pos- positivity in general and how it, I mean, we talked about how it can be disingenuous in a way, especially as it relates to the Black Lives Matter movement and, and people reaching out. But, you know, it can be very harmful very harmful to the person that you're speaking to. And it can also be harmful to yourself. I mean, we talked about how it just doesn't seem genuine when if somebody dies and somebody just says, stay positive. We talked about how, you know, it it can also be used as a tool to not address certain situations in your life. Even like a situation that you may be going through where you need to take like an actionable step to like get over. And you're like, yeah, I'm just going to stay positive. Like, you know, things are going to happen for me. I'm going to get out of this, whatever, whatever. And nothing happens. It's because you ain't take no action. So, I mean, even toxic positivity in that nature, as it relates to your own self is something that I think we don't even think about. So, you know, I don't know if you guys have, have any thoughts on that. And then not only that, you know, I think we also forget that these feel good quotes were sitting on social media, good vibes only focus on the positive. I feel like a lot of people use these sayings just to be socially accepted, to mm. be completely honest with you. And mm. there has to be a balance. I mean, I, I know I'm the furthest person. I, I shouldn't be even saying this because I'm wearing a hat that says positivity on it. But I use it, I, we use this brand in a fashion to reel people in and then give them actionable tools and steps to overcome their adversity. Uh-huh. Like that's that's really why we have this brand and why we do what we do. Because we realize, you know, this is something that everybody loves, but some people don't actually know how to implement it in their daily yeah. life. Because just saying it isn't going to do it, right? Just see, seeing it, for some people, maybe in a moment, seeing it will do it, you know? But it's always about like the next step. And so you you talk about like wearing that hat. I think wearing a hat is important. Wearing the, I wear this wristband every single day, stay positive. Because when I'm going through something and I see that, it reminds me, it like, you know, just something there that I have to push me back into into that mindset. But in the same moment, it's like doing the work, the work part of it. I was going to say also, like, we don't, what's really important is not using these phrases as Mm band-aids, right? We use these as like, like you said, we, we pull people in. And then we, we teach them like we're, we're into like the science and how you can train yourself to be a certain way. We're not using these statements as band-aids. Like we're really, we really want you to like live this with your actions, through your actions. I heard there's a saying like what you don't repair, you repeat. And what we're trying to do is repair. Mm-hmm. We preach it. <laughs> I'm so serious. So what we're into is giving people the keys to repair. And that's why we're so big on youth workshops because they're so impressionable at that age. They're, every, they're so impressionable. We want to give people tools and actual action items to go. Here are some action items. Take them, use these keys and go make your life like better. Make yourself amazing. Strive for the best. Right. Yeah. And I think it's crazy because, and I'm just going to go back to the educational school system. I got to go back to it. Like, I wish, I wish I had a class, like I wish Positively Caviar 
came in and did a workshop on fixed mindset versus growth mindset. How do you eradicate negative self-talk? Like, I wish somebody gave me that foundation on how to live a better life. And I keep going back to this book, Power of Positive Thinking by Dr. Norman Vincent Peale. And when I read that in college, it literally gave me a framework on how to live a better, healthy, successful life. And if I would have read that in elementary school and middle school, middle school, I would be a completely different person. And there's so many different things out here that you can do to help elevate your life. No pun intended, but it's the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, right? You know what? Not gonna lie. That was good, Chaz. (laughs) Yeah, but I think another, another solid point that I wanted to make is just, I know what it feels like to be depressed and like sad and feeling helpless and like I can't stay positive and like having those moments. And in those moments, maybe a, it'll get better probably would not have been <laughs> the best you know, thing to say, probably wouldn't have worked. And so I definitely just wanna reinforce that it's okay you know, to sit in that and be with your emotions and you know, having someone say these things or whatever, it may cause you to feel guilty in that moment. Like, hmm, should I not be sad that I, I lost someone? Or should I be feeling positive that, you know, I don't have a job right now or just using certain ex- examples, but like, it's okay. Like if you're going through stuff, be sad. That's a human emotion. It's okay. Like, I think that toxic positivity vo- causes people to avoid like those, that authenticity of what makes us us, right? And I love that you said that, Nikki, just that last note, which is sometimes you gotta let it flow. And if you, if you don't, it'll keep you, it'll, be bottled up and it'll overflow into your relationships, into your career. You can't, you can't keep your emotions bottled in. And this is a natural human emotion and you got to let it out. I'm no therapist, but I've been in moments in my life where I realized I wish I would have let that out a long time ago. Yeah, I definitely think there's a, a lot of like growth that comes with being optimistic rather than having toxic positivity. Like there's a a lot of growth that comes within that. Moving forward, I, I definitely think that we talked about a lot, but there are certain steps that we can take, that you can take to just be aware of some of these things so to prevent, you know, that stigma of toxic positivity. So number one, I would definitely say be aware of your actions, your behaviors in that moment where, you know, someone may be experiencing something, just be aware of like what you're saying, how you're feeling in that moment and making sure that you're verbalizing it correctly or you're providing like those actionable items to actually help someone like get through it. And and to that point, choose your words carefully. So it's like Seamus gave us a whole list. It's not just going to be being negative won't help good vibes only. It's I love you through all your emotions at all times. Like it's that reinforcement of 
uh, Chaz mentioned earlier, you're so resilient, like all of these affirmations that will, will help someone get through. And then I think what we're doing right now is like educating. So I think it's super important to spread <laughs> the word I said earlier that my friend that texts me to ask me, hey, what do I say? It's once you realize, okay, this might be the best thing, spread that knowledge to other people. Let them know like, okay, uh, I heard when you said this to something, maybe like a better thing to say to them would have been X, Y, and Z. You know, like that's the only way to like implement change, not just within yourself, but within others as well. And just like be supportive. If you are there for your friends, it does not have to look a certain way. We mentioned love language earlier like this as long as they know that you're there to support them and bring them a sandwich <laughs> all things will be good i just want to know what type of sandwich it was i don't even remember man <laughs> it was a subway sandwich i don't even know if i ate it no she made it she made it herself <laughs> with the sauce too oh my god sauce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and then to the last thing I, I definitely want to mention is social media has mentioned that our page is not just be positive like it's like giving those steps to get through it you know what I mean and so um be very mindful of like those accounts and those and, and those accounts that are you know pages of positivity I follow so many they are helpful with seeing things and like we talked about the affirmations but also uh, be cognizant about making sure that you're tuning into podcasts and following pages that are like giving you these tips and these tools to help pull you through you know it's not just like seeing the word positivity it's figuring out how do I enforce this exactly the the word positivity can be a reminder to do something that will help you something that is actionable Thanks, you guys, for tuning in and listening. Uh, we hope you take something away from this podcast episode. Make sure you like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Subscribe, leave a review. It was good chatting with y'all.